It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Well, good morning to you, race fans, and welcome to the Front Stretch, presented by Joe's Carding and Council Bluffs, online at joescarding.com. Fast-paced white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Carding today. Do it yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. Get over to Joe's Carding. Support local. This is a great way of supporting Joe's Carding. You got a grudge match? I got... Buy your buddies some races. as many... <laughs> now I'm kind of worried because as much trash talking as I do, I've got uh, a grudge you... match with AJ Oaks, RJ Moss, Stu Snyder, James Rowland, Troy Sanford. <laughs> I, oh, Tracy. Tracy wants a rematch so bad. <laughs> but I don't want a rematch because I beat him, so I don't want to give him another <laughs> chance to, to get back at me. <laughs> also, our buddy Kent Taylor... Sunset Speedway movie guy is yeah. uh, from now. I don't know if it's actually through Christmas or you know when it's gonna gonna end here. But uh, if you buy the video, he's the throwing in a commemorative poster. Only place, only to, place be to be is the name of the, of the DVD. Of and the it's video. in case you don't know, it's a documentary based on Sunset Speedway. We did a viewing party for it. Late September. Was that late? Oh, yeah. It was like a week or two after like September the... 27th or yeah. something like that. Uh, so, and that's, it was Originally really, really scheduled cool for July right <laughs> after this. Who was the idiot dollars? that did that? I mean, come on. But, uh, yeah, you, you can go over, you can uh, reach Kent. We had him on the radio show, too. Yeah. Um, www.sunsetspeedwaymovie.com. You know, maybe I'll post that, uh, just that segment where we had him on and talk about and post that back up on the anchor site so that way people can get refreshed on that interview. Kind of like I did when we had the uh, the medical professional from Creighton on uh, during the summertime. We had him on in like 2012 or 2013, but he talked about uh, hydration and how it takes a lot longer to hydrate than most people think, including me at the time. So it was great information. Just reposted it on our podcast site so you guys can take care of that. Uh, make sure to follow Front Stretch Radio on Facebook, and then you can find the link to our our podcast, which is on Google Play, working on iTunes, we're on Spotify, so you get, I'll publish those. Uh, since we record on Tuesday, I'll go ahead and put it out so that way it's out there for long enough, so it should be out there by this morning. Did you realize this is our l- second to last show this year? No, we're only in June. <laughs> <laughs> I, think is, you, I think you need another COVID I mean, test. I don't know. I mean, you've been older a lot longer than I have, but I don't know. Is it is this, is this year going a lot longer than most years? Because I know I always end every year. You know, December, you think back to things you did in like January and February, and you're like, man, that seemed like so long ago. But literally, it just seems like everything I did back in February, in January and February, or even March, that really seems like five years ago. Well, that's because the last that's the last time you did anything. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, it is. You know, we, yeah. we really haven't been able to do much this year. I mean, the year has been really screwed up, mm-hmm. you know, and... I mean, they're starting to shoot people with the juice. So, um, I know there's what was I'm trying to think of what the numbers they showed on the news last night for that stuff. They said there was like 15 percent of the people have said they are not going to take it no matter what. Um, it was like 44 percent said, "Yep, I'm going to take it right now," and 40 percent said, uh, "I'm going to give it a little time and discuss with my physician," and that left like a one percent you know, undecided or whatever mm-hmm. in there. I, I'm in the spot with what I'm going through. If they come tomorrow and say, we got those shots, they're going to give me one. Yeah. They're not going to ask me. And they also came on the news and said that an employer 
can demand that you take it. Hmm. There's there's a few religious exceptions and a f- very very few health exceptions. But it was on. I watched two different news, one at six and one at ten, and uh, they both basically had the same story. With and they were talking to attorneys, and you know labor attorney. One was with that uh, beard and. I can't think of Beard and Holmes, I think, is one mm. of the big labor firms in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy come on there and he said they can absolutely force you to take it. It's their workplace hmm. in the state of Nebraska. You know, God, I don't know what they can do in Iowa. That's going to cause a whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, anytime, you know, but it's not the government forcing it. It's right. the employer. Right. And, and, and that's. You know, your employer I, forces you to stay home when, if, when you think you've had it. So yeah. it's the same. No different. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I imagine my employer is going to re- require me to get it because they want they don't want to be liable for spreading it, which is the reason why I'm not allowed to come in the building when I've got it when I when I'm suspected to have it. Which, by the way, four brain tickles later, still failed every one of the tests. That's good to see that's out. And and um, yeah, it I'll, I'll be taking it as soon as I'm available to take it. I imagine I'm going to be at the end of the list. Well, like I said, with my dialysis deal, I mean, I've gotten flu shots for 25 years, and I'd gotten a flu shot right before I got the flu that knocked my kidneys out. So, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that's a whole nother story. But mm-hmm. I got to get a pneumonia shot. You know, um, they just say, you know, you take it or you don't come to our clinic. Yeah. And, you know, it's their sandbox. They make the rules. Yep. You know, I, I personally think they should have not worried about shooting the health care workers and should have shot all the people in Congress first. I mean, if Congress were... Are you still talking about the uh, COVID shot or with yes. a gun? No, the COVID shot. I'd be back. I'm back with you well, with a gun. No, I mean, if, I, let me if, back that if, up. If I'm, all, not, I'm not condoning <laughs> shooting Congress. If all the I'm Congress people die from the shot, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> what happens if all these frontline workers die? Yeah. I don't think they're going to die. I, I did see some. What happens I've, if they all get sick? Well, I've seen some that there are some side effects that they don't really. They obviously haven't had time to test for. By the way, this is a NASCAR dirt track talk show. <laughs> we talk racing, but uh, but COVID's obviously been dominating our world. So let's we'll we'll get into what's going on. But Kent Taylor offering a free poster with the purchase. It's like of, winning the trophy dash when you win the A feature. <laughs> uh, that's good until uh, you said Christmas. Uh, I'm sure it's. You know, probably his dad didn't really say. Okay. But I'm certain um, since he's local, if you placed an ad probably by Monday on Christmas, if he gets it in the mail Monday, it should be able to get delivered by Christmas. Hey, should we invite him to come down tomorrow night to Quaker Steak? For? The Shelby County Speedway uh, interview session. Maybe people could come by and pick it up then. Well, yeah, I mean, we can call him up. Or if you're listening, Kent. You know, give us a call. I was talking to him the other night on Facebook. We were chatting about some stuff. So, why I mean, don't you, when you get a chance, why don't you message him and just see ahead of time if he wants to, and then we'll add him I'll to the him event list. And, yeah, and just tell him it's you know, we'll buy him dinner, but he can hang out with us for a couple hours and and or as long as he wants to, and just offer up the, the and give people an opportunity to come out and pick it up in person. Yeah, hopefully we're not going to have time for him to talk to us on yeah. the show because we got kind of a full slate. But hey, if anybody's not doing anything on the twenty first, come on out to Quaker Steak and Lube. We got the Shelby County Speedway champions coming out. We've got a pretty full slate. Uh, we start them at six and go until eight thirty. Uh, yeah, like Dirk said, that'll be going on tomorrow night. The schedule as we have it right now: Evan Horabic 
the Sport Compact champ will join us at 6, 6 o'clock. Mike Nichols, the Stock Car champ, will join us at 6.30. Todd Bell, the Bragg and Wright Late Model Grand National Champion, will join us at 7.30. And Kevin Zeitner, the Sport Modified Champion. I had to think about that for a minute because with all the Zeitners running around... I get confused of who's running a late model, who's running a modified, and who's running a sport modified. But Kevin Zeitner, the sport modified track champion for Shelby County Speedway, will join us at 8.30. You forgot Chuck Madden. Oh, oh, I didn't get Chuck added in there. I'm sorry. What time is he joining us? Um, it was 7 o'clock open. I think yeah. he's 7 o'clock. Hobby stock champion at Shelby County. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever had Chuck on the show before, but I've certainly enjoyed watching him race. Well. So uh, that'll be cool. uh, It'll be great to finally get him on the show. Uh, So Chuck Madden joining us at 7 o'clock. You can find a full schedule, live interviews, Shelby County Speedway. It's going on tomorrow night at Quaker Steak and Lube. Typically, we're over in the Brickyard, but we're over in the Corvette room. So basically, if you you come in and turn right. Yep, and then just caddy corner all the way back. You'll see the Corvette hanging on the wall. We stare at the Corvette for three and a half hours. We drool a little bit, and we talk about some racing. We ask everybody the same question. What did you have for dinner? And let me just make things easy for you. Get, get the jacked up BLT. Just make life easier. Get the jacked up BLT. It'll change your life. Who knows? You might get a sponsor on the way home, something. <laughs> but it will change your life. It's pretty good stuff. All right. We got quite a bit of NASCAR news. It's nothing breaking or exciting, but we're going to cover a little bit of it. And I'm just going to warn you, we are going to be talking about sponsors for a couple of drivers. <laughs> There's one of them that people seem to get really mad when we post this information, but I feel that it is good news when a new team comes into the sport and they bring in new sponsors. So I feel like that's newsworthy. We try to focus on the good stuff. Now, if you happen to not like the driver or you think that he's not qualified or for that team. you don't like the two owners. Keep that to yourself. The news is the news, and new sponsors into the sport is absolutely news. And if you decide you want to boycott these sponsors, go for it. Speaking you know, if, of, if you give them that much, if you eat yeah. that many Big Macs, mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you're ordering that much DoorDash, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, we ordered we uh, we recorded on on Tuesday night of this week, and Eric Jones says that he's got some big sponsor announcements coming with him and Richard Petty Motorsports. Obviously, Eric taking over the forty three for Bubba, who has now left and gone to the twenty three eleven motorsports organization but eric jones and richard petty motorsports said they've got a big announcement coming in the uh, next few days to the next week or so so as it would happen it's probably going to get announced on wednesday no those things usually happen about six o'clock on thursday because we used to record at 4 30 or 5 so i'm figuring thursday but uh again any announcement on sponsors this time of year is great news right uh, Castrol set to expand their sponsorship of Roush Fenway Racing. I love that news because if there's anything Roush Fenway Racing needs is an influx of cash so they could put more money into R&D, which is obviously what the big teams have done, and then they can afford to start being up in the top teams again. I think uh, we've talked about this several times on this show. Roush has an incredibly... Long history in this sport, beneficial history in this sport. He's been a fantastic influence, but they have definitely fallen off. Well, they they fell off before Carl Edwards and Matt Kenseth decided yeah. to depart. But those guys both saw it, you mm-hmm. know, and they didn't. Lucky for Rouse, they didn't see it at the same time. 
If they yeah. if they just hopped out, hopped out at the same time, even though it was only two years apart, I think it it would have been really bad for Roush. It, it was it's it was interesting to watch those two develop because I think Matt solely left because he saw a better opportunity at Joe Gibbs Racing, which obviously worked because the Matt the year Matt left the year after Matt left Matt won seven races. Now he still he didn't get another championship, but he had much better equipment for those last couple of years than he had for the previous couple of years at Roush Fenway. Uh, Carl Edwards was rumored to be going to Joe Gibbs Racing for a while before Roush came to the table with some pretty big money. And I think that Carl stayed, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, a little bit out of loyalty to Jack, because Jack did an amazing job for his career. But also, that big paycheck helped. And then I want to say it was like two years or three years later, Carl's like, all right, I'll I won a championship in my career. He went over to Joe Gibbs Racing and had a much better opportunity to win a championship. Unfortunately, it just wasn't in the cards for Carl. So I think that Matt left strictly for performance. Carl stayed for money and loyalty and then eventually came to the conclusion that he was almost at when he signed the earlier contract. You know, the interesting part about, about both those guys leaving Roush, or to me the interesting part, is at Joe Gibbs – they each had a chance at a championship, and Joey Logano snuffed them both out. <laughs> Joey Logano has snuffed was a, a lot former of guys out. Joe Gibbs racer. Yeah, I, I mean it's it, you, you can't ignore it. I know you really can't. There's some there's some things that you look at and you go, dang it, there's some real plausibility there. <laughs> Which is just like Tony Stewart and Ray Abraham's new race cars. Yeah. I can ignore them. Oh, you can. Oh, they are ugly. <laughs> They put that goofy big wing back on the back and don't like that thing. Lord. So Castrol's expanding their sponsorship with Roush Fenway Racing. 2311 announced sponsors and primary sponsorships for their number 23 car that's going to be uh, hitting uh, debuting at the uh, at Daytona in nine weeks. Yeah, two months, roughly. I mean, give that, if that. Some of the sponsors include DoorDash, McDonald's, Columbia Sportswear, Dr. Pepper, Root Insurance. I wonder if that's just for root canals or... <laughs> no, that would be a horrible thing. <laughs> no, they, uh, I saw their... They've got a deal. I believe they have an app that when you download the app, you use the app for like a month or two, and it tracks all of your your driving ability, your driving habits, and then they quote you your insurance based on your driving habits. I, when I had Progressive, they had the same thing for a while. Progressive has got it. Geico's got it. Yeah. Duh. Except this is strictly what Root is based off of. Geico's in, in Progressive, and they've obviously got much larger algorithms and, and stuff ba- and that, that they factor into it, but Root. Apparently it's and I I looked into it a little bit just because I love to support businesses that are supporting racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just wasn't for me, and I ended up going with a local guy that got me some great insurance. But anyways, so Root Car Insurance is the uh, the last one, and apparently they are completely sold out of primary paint schemes for the 2021 race season, a couple of months ahead of the season beginning. So that's great news. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously. There's some exception to this. Uh, you know, if we could say that new new teams coming into the sport are able to bring in sponsors like this, but obviously with Denny Hamlin's ability and and fame, and then 
I mean, Michael Jordan was going to bring some some big oh, corporate yeah. dollars with him, nah, which is why a lot a little of people, bit of a name there. Which is yeah, which is why a lot of people were excited about Michael Jordan joining was because he was different than we've seen other celebrities come in. They're like, yeah, here's five million dollars, put my name on the team, and I'll bring some fame to it. Michael's like, all right, I'll I'll put in some money for it, but I'm also going to bring my corporate relationships, and that meant more dollars into the sport. We keep getting dollars into the sport, by the way, guys. We're going to get more new audiences interested in the sport, and that's key to getting back to the where we were in the 90s if we can ever get back to that point again who knows if anything is going to get back to that point i'd be happy if it got back to the point where it was in 2019 (laughs) (laughs) and by the way anybody that's rolling their eyes at the radio or at your phone as you're listening to this now i say the same thing there's a trickle down effect you may not like to hear it but nascar is the big auto racing industry out there it's not as big as it used to be but it is still the big boy when People like Kyle Larson and Tony Stewart and Rico Abreu and and there are uh, Spire Motorsports, Spire Enterprises. They bring new sponsors into NASCAR. That money trickles down into dirt racing. It reaches the upper levels first with World of Outlaws, both late model sprint car. It reaches big events. It reaches Lucas Oil late models. But then it starts to trickle down. I look at the Five Hour Energy. That started out in NASCAR, and it made its way down into Knoxville and had, had sponsoring several cars. Now, unfortunately, they're all gone because apparently Five Hour Energy just doesn't make any money anymore, even though I buy a boatload of it every year. Well, the the, the market's thinned out a little bit. Yeah. They it's, were the market. Yes. Yeah, and it's, it's been diluted a little bit. But my point is that when we talk about these sponsorship dollars coming in, Root Insurance, DoorDash, Dr. Pepper, that money could eventually trickle down into dirt racing. So it's what's good for for dirt racing and NASCAR is good for the opposite, too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, So yeah. if NASCAR's having good, it good times, everybody. it does. Every, absolutely. I think there's a massive connection between the two sports, even though the fan bases can desperate, can dramatically hate each other. Which is just counter counterproductive. But anyways, yeah. so uh, good news for twenty three eleven. Good couple of sponsorship announcements. Hey, by the way, Roger Penske and Jack Roush are teaming up. Should have happened a long time ago. I believe so. They're partnering on some electric trucks. So apparently, Jack Roush is going to be building some electric engines for the Penske uh, operation, not their race operation, but the Penske moving operation. Okay. Well, if it's Electric, it's a motor. It is not an engine. Well, okay. An engine combusts. An electric motor does not. Thank you, former tech official. <laughs> but uh, By no. the way, he's he's one tech official. There's there's some chatter out there on Facebook. I'm in a little bit of trouble with some people. I make fun of this tech official all the time, and no one cares. So just because I made fun of a couple of other ones, and I didn't point them out specifically, go cry into your milk. I don't care what you have to say. Anyways, continue on. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> I, I got a gist of it, I okay. think, but maybe we can t- talk specific, yeah, specifics instead of Pacifics off the air. <laughs> you don't want to go to the Pacific and talk? Oh, I do want to go to the Pacific oh, and talk. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? Is it done burning over there yet? Oh, yeah, and, and we'd fly over that to get to Hawaii. Oh, okay, good deal. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyways, they're going to put out a Roush F650 EV that uh, has al- actually it's already arrived to the Penske truck leasing offices in California, and there's more on the way. So really cool deal. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm I'm all about green, green. and saving and conservative. I'm the I am the most conservative liberal you guys will ever meet. Literally, there are a few ideas I'm liberal on, and there are 
a few ideas I'm conservative on, but what I'm conservative on, buddy, I'm conservative. And and it's all about saving money and, and, the, planet. and the planet. Well, I mean, I, I laugh about that all the time. It's more about saving humanity because let's face it. We continue on this path. Bad part is right now there's not much humanity out there. No, there's not. There's really <laughs> That's not. That's a sad part. But, but. If, if we continue on the, the carbon destroying the planet the way we are, we're going to die off. The planet will still be here. <laughs> so Fact. it's more about saving us than it is the planet. But anyways, it's saving the planet for us to continue to live on it. But this is a cool deal. I'm really excited about this. And and, and good to see two NASCAR guys that have probably had some some uh, rough conversations in the past because their drivers roughed each other up or they didn't appreciate what was going on, and, and now they're joining forces to be able to help things out. So that's great to see. NASCAR announced that they're going to be using the 3.41-mile-long course at Circuit of Americas. And that is one big giant lap. Well, how big is the lap at uh, like Sonoma or Watkins Glen? Because they're pretty uh, long laps too, right? Yeah, but Circuit of the Americas, I want to say, is little over three miles. Yeah, three point four one mile long. Yeah, where I think the others are two point eight. Maybe are they? I was thinking one of them was close to almost five. Uh, was Watkins Glen after they added the chica- the uh, maybe with the boot? Yeah. But that I would add a lot of distance. But I'll have to look those up. But, but yeah, it's that's a long lap. And for yeah. and I was and the reason why I'm asking that is because those guys that push the fuel mileage at a mile and a half track, you only have to stress about it for the last mile and a half. Like you take that white flag and you're like, man, just hang on, come on, just hang on. Obviously, you've been stressing about it since it came up, but now you just hang on. That is a long lap. To just pray <laughs> you got enough fuel left in that car to get you back to the checkered flag. Well, and the bad part is you don't have the option like you do on the mile and a half tracks where you got the fuel pickup in one corner of the fuel cell and everything because you're going back and forth. Right. And plus your engine RPMs are going up and down. Yeah, and you, you obviously burn a lot more accelerating as opposed to if you're in constant cruise. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's... I don't think I wouldn't imagine none of them really shut the engine off. At speed, right? It, it, it full compact under green, like not at a road course. No, in, in the in the mile well, and a half, they do. Yeah, do you think? Because I know oh, they yeah, shut, them, shut off. them off in the corners. I'm, I know they shut them off under caution, but oh, I those? wouldn't imagine they do it under green. Oh yeah, they do. Really? Yeah, that's how Brad Keselowski made that big run at Kansas. I don't know, 2010 or 2011. Yeah. He won a race that theoretically he shouldn't have won, but you know they were showing him in the car during the race. You know, literally shutting the engine off. Mm-hmm. You know. Boy, that would make me so nervous that I wouldn't be able to get it fired back again or, or whatever. But it's it, it worked out for him, and he's he's a much better champion than I'll ever be. <laughs> he's much better at being a champion. How do I well, want to say that? Well, it doesn't matter. He's much better at his discipline than you are. That's for sure. <laughs> that is that's absolutely you know, true. Now, maybe if you guys wanted to have a whiskey drinking contest, you might be. You know what? Right up there. I you might be able to put him in the wall. I think I could. <laughs> I think I could because I saw him drink that boot uh, when he won the championship on ESPN. It, wasn't a boot. it was just a huge beer bottle. Or well, no, it was it was a boot, wasn't it? No, it was just a big Miller Miller glass. Oh, okay. That well, probably it looked like it probably held a twelve pack. Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot of beer. But then it gets Miller, so. I, you know what? If Brad Brakislavski's listening, you want to do a whiskey drinking competition, I'll buy the whiskey. He's going to call you. I'm sure he's listening to us. We'll see. <laughs> 
and I won't put you in the wall. I'll drink you under the table. Chris Buescher participated in a next-gen test at Daytona. No real details have been released quite yet, but uh, that's what that is. They tested on Tuesday and Wednesday of earlier this week. So uh, great news that the test is continuing forward. I'm excited about the uh, the, the next-gen car set to be released. It was supposed to be released 2021. Now it's going to be released 2022 at Daytona. It's our friend. Sandy Bernard was oh. down there with Goodyear. No kidding. Yeah, she cool. posted some stuff on Facebook about it. We'll post this, but the network start times for the 2021 races have been posted. Of course, <laughs> like Joe Kaziski would like me to say, they're tentative. <laughs> because <laughs> this could change dramatically, as we've already seen with the next news story. NASCAR has uh, decided that they need to move the Auto Club race. So we're set to be at Daytona, obviously, for Speed Weeks. Then after Daytona, we were set to go to Auto Club and then Homestead. Now it looks like we're going to go Daytona Oval, Daytona Road Course, then Homestead. And Auto Club is not on the schedule for 2021 as I can see it right now. So hopefully that gets added back in. But you were seeing that the reason why they made the change. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was big news several months ago. They they said that they uh, sent stuff into the, I don't remember if it was San Bernardino County where uh, the right. track's at. And uh, they're in Fontana to reconstruct the track and uh, basically make a Bristol of the West type of situation. Because mm-hmm. uh, you and I talked about it at the time, that, and so did several other racers that made comments on Facebook that, you know, that's not the type of track that they need another one of, especially, the, you know, that's was the whole deal. They made a Michigan in the West Coast. That's what Fontana's been. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't need another Bristol out there, but they could sure use another track, maybe like Iowa Speedway or like Richmond. I think that would be a better fit. You know, something that's just a little off, you know, a seven-eighths mile, a one-mile track, something like that. Um, uh, I saw on the truck schedule, they took Dover off. One of the best races the trucks mm. have every year, and they took Dover off the schedule. So well, I, I don't get it. Coming back around to it, I believe the reason why they decided to uh, to move the Auto Club Speedway race is that they're not getting the project done as quickly as they were hoping. I would assume that has a lot to do with the California lockdowns. <clears throat> that they, they've been restricted tremendously over the last two months three months well and yeah. they just keep adding more and more restrictions so they're i imagine that their workforce is is limited well i also think they found out that there's a lot more work than what they thought they were going to be yeah i mean turning a two mile track into a half mile track is going to be quite the ordeal it really is yeah i don't think there's any of the track that they can actually use the front tracks, the front of the tracks, a big curving D with a, a pretty good bank to it. You're not going to have, you know, a, a curve straight away on a on a on a Bristol. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And you're not going to use the flat back stretch because if you did that, then you'd have the front stretch about three miles from the grandstands. There's a lot of difference distance between the grandstand and the back straightaway at Fontana at California Speedway. Getting a little more local with some of the news coming up or coming out of Dirt on Dirt. They have named Brandon Saltzman, who is the driver of the number 98 Grand National, as one of their five comeback drivers of 2020. You uh, remember Brandon has joined us on the show several times, and Brandon underwent a major brain surgery to remove an aggressive, fast-growing tumor in June of 2019. 
Saltzman overcame memory loss and temporary loss of motor function to return to racing in 2020. The 23-year-old former kart racer celebrated an emotional victory at I-80 Speedway in July when just 13 months after the surgery, he scored his first late model victory in his career in the limited late model class. That was off of Dirt on Dirt. So very, very cool that one of our local guys is getting more recognition. Would they have five racers? I think they nominated something like that. They had a bunch of them that were nominated but only five won it but uh, he was one of the five okay they actually gave out five awards okay Mm -hmm. and then this year here in 2020 he also came within just a few points of nailing up a track championship up at shelby county speedway we might have been interviewing him this yeah coming tomorrow night the 21st but didn't quite make it yeah that was a heartbreaker he had an electrical issue and i think he wadded it up going into three because of that electrical issue well somebody wadded him up yes he the, didn't the, yeah. engine, the engine quit <laughs> yeah so. but uh so a heartbreaker for him but i i was really impressed with the way he was able to race at i80 this year i think that as long as he's able to stay healthy him and i talked a while back that obviously the they didn't like some of the scans that had come back but they were hopeful that they would be able to start up his treatments again and be able to beat it back and uh uh, and he was scheduled for another test here within the I wonder, what, were you there with me when we were talking with him yeah I think we, his, we talked over Quaker steak opening night oh yeah we just spoke with him and when did he say his his follow-up test was going to be was it December or January uh, do you remember I, that I, I don't remember specifically but I remember he was showing us scans on his phone and, yeah. and stuff was doing what it was supposed to be doing yeah so a great great thing there and, and cool to dirt on dirt they recognize one of the local guys it's always nice to see our local guys i mean heck we're, we're getting a little bit of love here recently with uh daryl de france winning uh what was that his award was real dirt racer of the year from speedway illustrated yeah from kenny traders mag yeah so cool deal there all right that's going to do it for us for news and notes in turn number one we're going to take a break we're going to come back turn number two aj oaks you may not know this guy's name but this is one of those you guys i that... care well that's true <laughs> <laughs> but aj's joining us in turn number two because he was a rookie in 2020 this year as long as it was, we for already covered season, that. He which was, was a, the whole season. <laughs> he decided, he'll talk about it more in turn two, but he decided, you know what, let's go circle track racing. He's been a drag racer for a while when he goes circle track racing. And AJ showed up at the Eagle Raceway interviews, and we said, well, come over, sit down with us. We only had three champions to talk to, so come sit with us. And then, in turn number three, we're going to talk with a soon-to-be rookie in the Sport Mod class, Cameron Blocker. Cameron uh, just happened to show up at Quaker Steak again. His girlfriend? Girlfriend. Happens to be a nurse at your dialysis clinic? Not a nurse. She's just a tech. Okay. She's one that's been shoving needles in my arm. So Got to talking and said, yeah, we went and picked up a, a trailer and, and all of a sudden- We're buying a mod. And- one thing led to another <laughs> and, and Cameron showed up and talked to us about the process to, to why he decided to get into racing Falling and, and actually and driving. How hard he hit his head, what he hit his head. No. <laughs> we'll talk more about that coming up in turn number three. By the way, Cameron and AJ are, are classic examples- Show up to Quaker Steak and Lube on one of these recording nights. You might get a microphone shoved in your face for about 15 or, or 20 minutes. Shove somewhere else. <laughs> I don't need dirty microphones. We got dirty mouths. I don't need dirty microphones. Some of those microphones are already pretty dirty. <laughs> they are. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be back in turns two and three on the front stretch. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and 
and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Carting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sCarting.com for more information. 